Now, one night, I'm in the merry-go-round bar, having a beer, and someone comes in and says, I see you're going to have competition. Dracula is across the street, an old pop-up shop, fixing it up, getting ready to open up. So I get in my car, and I drive down Race Street. The merry-go-round was at 10th and Race. The tattoo shops are on 9th and Race. I drive down Race Street. Pop-Up's old shop is on the left. I see the lights on in the building, and I see Dracula in there up on the ladder. Now, this building sat back, oh, maybe 5, 10 feet off the road, in, in sort of like a vacant lot. It had maybe two, three bricks high front and then a plate glass window. Wasn't very high, these little bricks, two, three, four bricks maybe, and a plate glass window. I take my car and I turn it to the left, go up the curb, across the sidewalk, into this little vacant lot, right up to the shop, over this little hump of bricks, crash right through the window. My shop, my car is now half inside the shop. Scared the shit out of Dracula. He's wobbling up there on the ladder. He says, what the fuck, are you crazy? I says, come down off that fucking ladder and help me push my car back out of here. I said, I just dropped in to wish you luck. Now help me push my car out. And he does so. For the next few days, I send my friends over to have a talk with Dracula. Like Georgie Cheney, the neighborhood tough guy. My friend Colin Frank. And many of the bums in the neighborhood. They all left Dracula messages. That he'd probably be a lot happier if he moved over the bridge to Jersey and get the fuck out of Philadelphia. After about a week of this, I said, I had enough, I'm going to break his fucking head. So I sent Fat Billy to the store. I said, buy a pair of stockings, buy a couple pairs of rubber gloves, not the kind you use for surgical, the kind you use to wash dishes with. And buy a couple of these little kids' baseball bats. You know, the small ones, maybe two, three feet in length. So he does, he buys all that stuff. That night, we put the stockings over our heads. We put the gloves on, we take the bats. Now, now Dracula's building had a fence around it in the back. A big wooden fence. Oh, a six, seven, eight foot fence. And a big backyard. It was surrounded like, like I said before, sort of like parking lots. So we climbed the fence and we're in the backyard where Dracula would come, open the gate, pull his car in and park it in his backyard. We were waiting back there for him. We were going to beat him up a little bit. Anyway, when Dracula finally comes and he's got his headlights on in the car and he's opening the gate, he sees something. He, he gets wise that we're there somehow. And he gets in his car and backs out and zooms down the street. We jump in my car, parks right down 
in these vacant lots, and we follow him across the bridge, heading for Jersey. When we get to the toll booth on the other side of the bridge, no sign of Dracula. But I pull up to the turn booth and I say to the guy, the guy with a tattooed face just come through here, he says, yeah, he went down there, Admiral Wilson Boulevard. I said to Fat Billy, I bet he's heading for this Spanish bar that I used to drink in when I first was going to Camden with Tony the Pilot. I said, we'll head there and see if he's there. As we come walking in the front door of that bar, Dracula's running out the back door. We chased him bar hopping all night that night. We never did catch up with him. We ended up back in the merry-go-round, laughing, having drinks, forgetting about it. Dracula moved a short time after that over to New Jersey. He spent the next few years moving back and forth, Philly and Jersey, and back and forth. So I'll be talking about Dracula more in my book.